Hello everyone, welcome back to That's So Candid with me, Raina Carice. It's been, well it feels like it's been a while since I've been in here recording, but I mean it's only been a little bit over a week. I was meant to record last week, I was literally scrambling trying to find a day, a time, an hour where I could sit down and record this, but last week was just so hectic. I had plans pretty much every single night. And then over the weekend, I flew up to Townsville with my partner to... Oh, there is blood on my finger. (gasps) Guys, I cut myself making dinner. Lol. What? Whoopsies. (laughs) Lol. Do you guys ever cut yourself and then not realize until you see blood everywhere? That is not fun. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh yeah, I flew up to Townsville because my partner's... Uh, family lives up there and his grandfather's up there and he isn't overly well at the moment so we thought we'd go up and um, give him a little visit which was great. I love it up there. It was my first time going to Townsville. Sorry for the plane in the background Um, but yeah it was my first time going to Townsville. I'd been up to North Queensland once before to visit his family in Bowen but never been to Townsville. Or any other part of North. No, actually, that's a lie. I've been to Mackay and to Rockhampton, all in that same trip before. Anyways, first time at Townsville. It was so much more beautiful than I thought it would be. It was so tropical and warm. The trees, you know when you just, like, go into a new part of Australia and you can tell you're not in, like, Brisbane or something anymore? Instant, I could instantly tell I was just not not in Brisbane anymore. Yeah, it was super tropical, super beautiful, And I'm so beyond tempted to move up there for a little bit. That's a whole other story and topic of conversation. I guess like we're already into how my week was. How was the rest of my week? (sighs) Monday, what happened? Monday. Uh, Monday was a mess. Um, It was an absolute emotional mess. I had a photo shoot that day with the same brand that I had a shoot with it like a week or so ago, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I don't know, whatever. It doesn't matter. Anyway, so got there, was told by my agent to do my own hair and makeup because generally, like for most of the shoots, that's what I do. Um, anyway, I showed up and pulled up in like my car and I saw like this lady with this massive makeup case walking into the studio and I was like, hmm that's suspicious. And so when I went in, turns out I was getting my hair and makeup done. Um, I guess because, um, they sort of had a vibe that they wanted to go with. It was like, it was called into the wild. So it was very wild teased curled hair and all that jazz. Anyway, I don't know. I don't even remember starting the day off on a bad note. I don't think I did, but I just felt so insecure about myself all day. Like, I've gotten so much better when it comes to my body and my relationship with my body and all of that kind of stuff. Um, But I definitely do have days here and there where it's still like a big struggle for me. And so... Yeah, it was just, I think, like, I don't know. I think, I don't even know. The hair was fine. She just curled my hair. It was pretty wild. My hair's super frizzy anyway, so it frizzed up a lot. 
um, I think I was a bit annoyed because I'd woken up like an hour early to do my hair and makeup. Um, and then they just sort of like went over it and they looked at my face and they were like, oh my gosh, yes, like you have a base, like that's perfect. We'll just do a few touch-ups. And then she ended up doing a whole full face of makeup on top of my already like full face of makeup, which just made me, it was, I mean, for like shoots like that, I think makeup does have to be quite a bit heavier. You don't want any grease or shine whatsoever because that's so hard to edit out. And obviously on cameras, like makeup doesn't show up as much. So it was a lot more intense than what I was used to. And I honestly, I felt so unattractive and gross and not confident. And my face was like stiff from the million pounds of like powder she'd put on my face. And like when I looked in the mirror, it was like all sliding off and it was patchy. And it was just like, I felt so bad. Um, I don't know. And then it just like, um, I wasn't feeling overly confident in my body that day. And so every time I had to look in the mirror to change into a new outfit, like I just felt really bad. And then obviously I'm on camera all day and it was just like, oh, it was just like not good. Anyway, I got into the car, my boyfriend picked me up and I pretty much cried for the whole way home. I guess uh, feeling overwhelmed with what's going on in the world at the moment and just feeling like everything that I'm doing is totally pointless because like with everything going on with COVID and everything like that, it's hard to, um, I don't know, I just feel like it's been hard. Everything that I've tried to do or everything that I've been working towards or exciting things that I've been looking forward to has all been cancelled or just like not worked out because of COVID. And so it was like feeling depressed about that, feeling like, you know, what's the point of even working towards anything while like this is a thing, feeling like I'm not attractive enough for modeling, not um, talented enough to sing and do music and like feeling like I don't really have many other passions in my life. And it was a big dramatic day. I literally cried all day. Um, And then that night, um, after like crying all the way home, two hour drive home and crying at home, we remembered um, that we had a show that night to go see that his dad had already paid for. And obviously I wasn't feeling up to it, but I felt obliged to go. And I'm really glad that I did. Um, We saw a show that was put on by, I think they're called the Bengara Dance Theatre. And the show was called Samsung Stories from the Sandy Desert, I think, or the Great Sandy Desert or something like that, something along those lines. It was just like beautiful. Um, The soundscapes, the dancing, the storytelling and like, uh, just so beautiful. I'm so glad I went. I cried there as well. So there were some more tears and then I cried afterwards. So yeah, that was Monday. Bit of a mess. What else? I got my eyebrows laminated again. Um, in case you guys wanted to know, I'm feeling a bit luscious. I'm so glad I got them done again. I love having my eyebrows laminated. I feel like it just adds so much structure to my face and it saves me so much time in the morning. Love that. Um, ice skating is back on. Thank the Lord. So I will be going back there tomorrow for the first time and I'm super excited um I started watching Outer Banks I have heard people rave about Outer Banks and a while ago I tried watching the first episode and it just didn't really hook me I was a bit bored I was like hmm acting's not great storyline kind of reminds me of like a kid show on ABC3 or something like that but everyone was still raving about it So I was like, okay, I got to give it a chance. And after the second episode, I was like, hmm, okay, kind of hooked. This is pretty good. So I'm working my way through that at the moment. 
Um, also working my way through Marvel. Before lockdown, I hadn't really seen, or I'd seen like a few Marvel movies here and there scattered all over the place, but there was a lot that I hadn't seen. And I just wasn't very well versed in the whole Marvel Universe thing. Um, and my partner is a Marvel fanatic and he was like, no, you have to get on this. Anyway, we've been working our way through um, the Marvel movies. Um, I, I believe I just finished, we're up to Black Panther, I think. We just finished Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Uh, my favorite one so far has been Doctor Strange. I love it. I think I like it because of the whole like Eastern medicine kind of thing. I'm very fascinated by that aspect of life. And Benedict Cumberbatch, obvi, love him. Loved him ever since Sherlock. Not in like a he's so hot, I'm in love with him kind of way, but just as a human, he makes me so happy. Anything else? I started a YouTube channel. Um, I've been wanting to do that ever since I was a kid. And I decided this year to suck it up and just do it. One, because I don't care what anyone thinks of me anymore. And two, because, you know, I'm not doing much else with my life at the moment. Thanks to COVID. Anyways, um, that was really fun. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, that's like pretty much my week in a nutshell. Anyways, let's get on into the topic for today. I really wanted to speak about social media because I feel like it's such a sticky topic, but it's also something that is just such a massive like part of our lives. Um, but obviously, I think as we all know, it can at times be incredibly toxic. Um, I've had a push and pull battle with social media myself. It's had both a positive and negative impact on my life. And so, yeah, I just sort of wanted to talk about that today. Um, is it good? Is it bad? What are the pros and cons? How can we uh, use it to our advantage, use it in a healthy way? All that kind of jazz. So if you are interested, please listen on. All right. So let me tell you a story. This is sort of what inspired this topic of conversation in the first place. So pretty much a couple, I'd say like a couple months ago, I don't know how long ago, but I know it's this year, not that long ago. Anyways, um, I'm so sorry. I'm actually like not explaining things well today. A couple months ago, I did a photo shoot for a swimwear company and I showed up at the location, had no idea who I was shooting with um, or how the day was going to go. Anyway, the other model showed up. There were two other girls. Um, both of them were lovely, um, super nice people, super beautiful. Uh, one girl in particular I um, had seen, I guess, on Instagram before. And I remember I had compared myself quite a bit to her. She's like absolutely stunning. And when I saw she was there, I was like instantly a little bit intimidated. <laughs> like just feeling like, uh, what am I doing here? Like... This is so embarrassing. <laughs> Why did I get chosen to do this shoot? But like I talked myself through it and I was like, no, Raina, comparison is a thief of joy. Can I hear an amen? Yes, it is. It's a thief of joy. We don't have time for that. And I went on with my day, went on with the shoot and was feeling like pretty good. Got over the whole insecurity thing. Anyway, went home, 
uh, followed like these girls on Instagram, all that kind of stuff, you know, networked, made connections, all that jazz. And about a day or so later, I got uh, a link to the photos back and the photos turned out really well. In case you're wondering, I have uploaded a few on my Instagram. If you want to check them out at Raina Carice, you'll have to scroll down a bit, but it's pretty much like the only ones where I'm wearing a swimsuit because, um, up until this year, I just haven't posted that kind of stuff, but now it's coming into summer and you can expect more bitches. Yay. Anyways, got the photos back, loved them. We all looked great. We all looked fab. You know, there was one bikini where my boobs were just way too massive for, and they're clearly popping out and like, they didn't look good, but everything else was like amazing. The photographer, incredibly talented girls. I was with incredibly talented, like swimwear. Amazing. Loved it. Anyways, ew, I need to stop saying anyways. I've been listening to the podcast episodes I've done in the past and I want to, if I took a shot every time I said anyways, I would be drunk. Most of the anyways that I say, I cut out for your information. Um, I say it too much. So <laughs> I was so close to saying anyway. Um, so this girl, the one I was talking about before, uploaded one of the photos and instantly I was like, uh, hold up, like this something is off here. Something's fishy. And because I'm like the nosiest freaking person in the world, like I am nosy. I'm way too, um, what's the word meticulous. And like, I just need to know everything. <laughs> I need to know everything. I would be the best detective. If I didn't have to be a police officer in order to like become a detective, I would 100% be a detective, but I don't want to be a cop. So I went back to the the photos, like the link that I got to the photos, the original photos, and I clicked on the photo that she had uploaded and I was like, oh my gosh, like she has really edited this photo. And like to the naked eye, to someone who's like not, hadn't seen the original photos or hadn't seen um, this girl in real life or like just wasn't looking out for it, I guess it wasn't that obvious. Like it wasn't like a Kylie Jenner edited photo where like the fence in the background is wavy. It was like very, very subtle. Um, but she'd made like her waist smaller, her hips quite big, a bit bigger. Um, and overall just like looked quite different. And I don't know, I guess my reaction, I was like so many mixed emotions. First of all, I was like shocked because in my mind, I was like, this girl is so incredibly beautiful and I want to look like her, <laughs> but she still feels the need to have to edit her pictures. Like it just sort of blew my mind. And then part of me was really angry because I was like, you know, this girl in real life, she had like hip dips, you know, she like, oh, incredible figure, but like she had normal human looking body like majority of us have hip dips and all that kind of stuff and like she'd edited those out and it just made me feel quite upset like people would see that and would have no idea that that's not what she actually looks like not that there's anything wrong with what she does look like but you know we're comparing ourselves to these edited images of women and we don't even know because it's so subtle and it's just again creating and pushing unrealistic standards upon us and it's like not good it's not good for us and uh, it just like showed me that one you just can't trust what you see online at all because this girl like she is the last person I thought would feel the need to edit 
photos and like in real life she was so confident and like as I said like you know it was quite shocking um and it looked so realistic so yeah can't trust what you see online and then two none of us are immune from feeling insecure about things um so let's dive in to those topics a bit more number one can't trust what you see online it's so cliche but Instagram really is a highlight reel and I know we hear this everywhere everyone posts about it people have it in their bios like <laughs> my highlight reel we get it obviously we're not posting photos of us like crying into a glass of Moscato while eating a whole tub of peanut butter because of like a fight that we had with our boyfriend 15 minutes earlier you know like it's we're so picky and choosy about what we're sharing with people online it's not showing 100% of people's lives even like one photo so say I took like um, an outfit photo or something like that that's like 25% of what was going on in that whole situation you didn't see like me pestering my boyfriend about the angles that he was shooting at or like me feeling like I looked really ugly and wanting to take a million more or like you know, driving around for ages trying to find a quiet place on a shopping center rooftop. You know, it's like 25% of what actually happened. And then what we actually do end up sharing is even more granular because we're only choosing to like share certain aspects of our lives. Literally, why are we looking at other people online and their situations and their photos as if they're real and their lives are perfect and they're sharing absolutely everything that's going on? yeah, like this girl seems to be earning a lot of money, but like maybe she has, maybe she's really lonely. Maybe she has a bad relationship with her family. Maybe she has like seven toes and she doesn't show you. We're comparing ourselves to an edited, curated image online. No matter how perfect we were, we would still never be able to match up to that image because again that image has been curated and edited and thought out and it's not human moving on to like the whole face tuning thing I used to face tune my photos (laughs) moment of truth coming out of the closet here I did I edited my photos from like I don't know the age of like 16 to 18 or something like that and I heavily relied on face tune like I could not post a photo without me having edited it I would smooth out my skin and make my arms thinner my waist smaller I would edit out my hip dips it was literally addicting and I became so accustomed to what my edited self looked like that I couldn't even look at myself in the mirror I would pick apart literally every single part of myself and then I'd see other girls online that looked perfect and probably also face-tuned their photos and I started crying because I didn't look like them but they probably don't look like themselves either. Anyway, it really messed up with my head and eventually I stopped because I was working through so much other stuff in my life and so much other stuff that was going on in my head and I just, I guess, eventually felt like, or I guess realized how bad it was and then also felt like I didn't need it as much as I used to. And like still, sometimes I'll take a photo and I'll be like, oh, this would look so much better if I didn't have a roll poking out there. And I'm tempted to like face tune it out, but I stop myself and I don't because I really do think that it's very damaging to us. You know, uh, there was like a UK study I read about and I think it was like 
It was with women and non-binary people. And 81% of them, I think, said that they edited their photos. Um, Let me get it up. Yep, so 81% said that they edited their photos. 54% said they edited their skin. 47% said they edited their face. It's like made it slimmer. Uh, 46% said they edited their arms. 42% said they edited their eyes. 35% said they edited their booty. And 33% said they edited their lips. And that's just in the UK. 81%. That is absolutely insane. That is insane. Like, it's literally a plague. It's so sad. It is so, so sad that we feel the need to remove and edit and morph the things that make us us. I know it's an issue with society and all of these unrealistic expectations that are literally thrown upon us that no one, literally no one can live up to naturally. Um, And it's sad, but we're all contributing to that problem. We are. No shade to this girl that I did a photo shoot with. I mean, low-key kind of shade, but, like, not really. Like, I, she was really lovely, and I'm not naming her because I don't want... I obviously don't want to embarrass her or call her out. Or, that's not my intention whatsoever. If you're going to facetune your photos, 100% do it. But, like, be honest and open and upfront about it. It's sad. It's honestly so sad. And, like, no one is free from it. You know, the Kardashians are called out all the time for face tuning and editing their photos. And that's even after the plastic surgery that they've had. And again, no shade if you're wanting to get plastic surgery. There are several procedures that I would love to get done if I could afford it. But like they try to hide it and they try to um, cover it up and say that they don't face tune or edit their photos when it like there is literal rock hard cold dead evidence right in front of us that they have you know influencers celebrities like the most beautiful people in the world are still insecure they're still feeling like they need to edit what they look like um and it really just shows me that it really does have nothing to do with being pretty um standards are literally impossible for everyone even if you saw like someone walking down the street and you were like, oh my gosh, this is the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. I 100% guarantee that she is still insecure about a lot of things. And I think we need to start having more transparency with like what we're uploading. As I said before, we're contributing to the problem. We're all talking about how we hate society and the standards that society sets are so bad, so damaging, so unattainable, blah, blah, blah. But like we're, we're literally helping that problem grow. If we all just like stood up and, you know, threw our middle finger in the air and was like, F this, you know, I don't want to contribute to this anymore. I don't want to give in. I don't want to believe what you're telling me. We started uploading raw, unedited photos. Imagine if we all started to just fiercely accept ourselves and love ourselves. Things would start changing. They honestly would because like society and the patriarchy and blah, 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 wouldn't have that power over us anymore. Anyway, I don't want to get too deep into that because I think accepting yourself and all that kind of jazz is a topic I want to do in the future for another episode. Are you interested in starting your own podcast? Well, you should definitely check out Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout. 
Buzzsprout is a user-friendly podcast hosting website for people who may not be super techie, like me. Buzzsprout gets your show listed on every major podcast platform, and you'll also get a podcast website, detailed analytics, tools to promote your episode, and more. They also have a ton of different guides that are going to help you on your podcast journey if you're new to this and don't really know where to begin. It's a low-cost option with amazing benefits. If you follow the link in my show notes, Buzzsprout will know that I sent you and you'll even get a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up with the paid plan, which I think is a pretty groovy deal. The team at Buzzsprout are super passionate about helping you succeed. So join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout and get your message out to the world. Anyway, it makes me then think, is social media the problem here? I don't think social media is the issue, particularly with like uh, the whole face tuning thing. You know, Photoshop and stuff was around in magazines and on billboards and in ads and all that kind of stuff way before social media even existed. So that aspect of it, I don't think is a social media problem. It's more the fact that it's so easily accessible to us now. And I think um, editing these photos and becoming accustomed to what we look like edited, even like with all the filters that are on Instagram and stuff like that, like that stuff. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes those filters mess me up. Like I'll put a filter on my face and then I'll look at my normal face and I'll be like, holy crap, why do I look like Shrek? And, you know, I don't think we would have that issue if we didn't have things like Facetune and Instagram and Snapchat filters and all that kind of stuff at our fingertips. I definitely do think it contributes, but I don't think that's where the, um, the problem lies. It's a much bigger issue at hand when it comes to like editing and all that kind of stuff. Anyways, but let's look at like the pros and cons, I guess, of social media. Pros off the top of my head. Um, connection. I think it's definitely, definitely, definitely been very beneficial in terms of connecting with people. Um, I am a very, I'm busier than what I want to be. Um, and I find it hard sometimes to fit in time to physically catch up with my friends and to be able to go on social media and message them um, and talk to them and touch base with them has been really helpful. Same with like if family or friends are overseas, it's so easy to like be able to see what they're getting up to and contact them and all that kind of stuff, um, which I do think is very beneficial for keeping us connected. Um, Information. This, I guess, isn't just on social media, it's the internet in general, but like there's a lot of really awesome information out there on social media. I've come across many infographics on Instagram in particular that have taught me so much. Um, There are so many accounts and pages that are dedicated to teaching people about certain topics and I think that is really, really cool and really, really beneficial for sure. There's a lot of learning that we can do out there. Um, It also has, I think, provided people with a voice, um, which I think has been really great. Um, Obviously, when the Black Lives Matter thing was going on, like there was, I mean, there was a lot of performative um, posts and all that kind of jazz going on, but it was a great way for people to get their voice out there. And like, if someone hadn't shared that video of Floyd online like 
would any of that kind of stuff happened? Would people's eyes have been opened like they were? You know what I mean? Um, so I follow this account called Do Better Church on Instagram and a lot of people speak out about like their traumatic church experiences and um, abuse that they've experienced in the church. And again, it's given people a way to express themselves and to share their story. And I don't think, you know, I think it would have been a lot harder for people to do that before social media was a thing. Um, and information is obviously, and stories are obviously shared around a lot more quickly. And um, I guess that can be a positive and negative thing, but we're talking about positives at the moment. And then like marketing. Heck, social media is amazing for marketing. If you're wanting to advertise your business, social media is the way to go. I think it's like the number one way like to market. That's why uh, freaking influencers are so popular right now and why they get paid so much because social media is the perfect way to market your product. And if they get a big social media influencer to advertise what they're trying to sell, it's much more, it's a much more personalized experience. It's not like you're driving past and you see a billboard and it's like, oh, she looks pretty. I want that mascara. But it's like, these influencers have developed connections with their audience and they're advertising this mascara and everyone's like, oh my gosh, like she uses this mascara. I love her. I think she's beautiful. I trust her, blah, blah, blah. I want to buy that mascara. You know, it's so much more powerful. Um, and then even just not with influencer things, I feel like it's just easier to get your business and your brand out there with social media. Um, cons. I think it does definitely target... Um, our insecurities a lot for sure I think it definitely plays a massive part in making people feel more insecure about their bodies about their lives about their job about their family about their relationships I think there's a lot more comparison that goes on because of social media um increased I think there's definitely probably less productivity now because of social media and like increased usage on social media um I can find myself in a social media hole. I will scroll on TikTok for like half an hour and it feels like five minutes. And I'm like, where the frick did that time go? It honestly just sucks. It's a time sucker. And I definitely think it limits um, our productivity. And then obviously like it can be very, very addicting and people find it hard to go off it for like a day. People are constantly like reaching for their phone. It's the first thing that they pick up in the morning to like check. It's definitely very addicting. Bullying is so much easier to do online. Like it's honestly become totally out of hand. People suddenly are given like a platform where they can share their opinions very vocally. Um, they can create accounts with fake names, fake profiles, whatever, so that they can say things, horrible things to people and not have any accountability or consequences for it. And it's not even just in like schools and stuff like cyberbullying. Like even if someone has a different opinion, people, a bunch of people instantly go and attack that person. Ugh, it's absolutely insane. It honestly makes me angry because like we are all human beings and we are all very intricate and we all have different opinions about every single topic, different beliefs that we are all very personally passionate about. That's okay that you have your own opinion and your own belief. But as soon as it goes to bullying being nasty, just being like a downright bitchy person to someone who has opinion, an opinion or a belief that is different to you, that's like not okay. And I think 
social media has made it so much easier for people to do that because it's much easier to make a video or make a story or make a comment or a post saying something nasty than it is to say to someone's face. Um, any other cons? I guess like FOMO, like you can see people out there living their lives, going to parties, going on cruises, buying $20 cocktails. And you're like, dude, I'm in my bed, uh, eating twisties and watching Netflix. And I wish I was out there doing that. I feel like I'm wait, like being left out of life. Um, but yeah. I think, like, that's all I can think of off the top of my head. Let me know if you have any other pros or cons that you want to add to that list. I would love to hear them. But yeah, I think, like, there are definitely pros and cons to social media. And I don't think social media in itself is a bad, negative, horrible thing. I do think it is how you use it, though. I think we need to, yeah, be careful with how we're using it be aware with how it's affecting our lives so that we can use it in a positive way. So how can we use it in a positive way? How can we make it a better experience for us? Um, one, like I said, I guess just being aware of the effects that it can have on us and being in tune with your own body and your own mind and realizing when social me social media is starting to have a negative impact on you. Um, maybe it's time to switch it off or like disconnect for like a day to a week or something like that. Just be very aware of it. I think unfollowing certain people that make you feel bad or insecure about yourself is very powerful. I go on unfollow sprees constantly, unfollowing people who don't contribute anything positive to my life, unfollowing people that make me feel bad about myself or that I compare myself to way too much, unfollowing people that I just don't need to, like, I'm only following them because I feel like I have, I'm obliged to because I used to know them. Go and unfollow everyone that you, that isn't impacting you positively. Go through your following list, go through each and every person. It takes a long time, I know, but go through each and every person and be like, okay, why do I follow this person? What positive impact do they have on my life? What are they bringing to my life? Do I need to follow this person? And if you can't answer any of those questions, if your answers aren't good, unfollow them. You're not even, you're probably not even going to notice. There are so many people that I follow that don't even pop up on my newsfeed, unfortunately, because the Instagram algorithm is shit. And then I think that there is so much power in you stepping out and being totally real, totally vulnerable, totally authentic on social media. I think it gives other people permission to do the same. And I do think it just does a lot of good stuff for your own mental health and your own relationship with yourself. Um, because as soon as like you throw off this mask, you're not pretending to be anyone else. You can really start to learn to love and accept yourself for who you are. Um, follow people that rock your insecurities. Um, so I'm pretty insecure about the fact that like I have a pretty big nose. Um, I had acne. I don't, I'm not like thin and tall. I have big calves. And there's quite a few people that I followed that like also have big noses or also have like similar body types to me or are just very unedited and raw. And it's done wonders to my confidence to like, oh, just to see these people, you know, I feel like in media, like there's always just one, I mean, it's getting better slowly, but there's always just like a typecast for the people that you see. And it's almost like seeing normal people online is like weird and we're just not used to it, but we need to start normalizing like 
different skin tones, different body types, different uh, features, different skin conditions, all of that kind of stuff. Literally, don't even just follow people that look like you, but follow people that you're not used to seeing in the media that are underrepresented and start to like open your mind, expand your horizons. And um, it honestly does wonders for your self-esteem. Like genuinely, I highly recommend it. Do it right now. And yeah, I just think check your heart, check your intentions, be in tune with yourself and how you're feeling and take care of yourself. Happiness is something that we have to take into our own hands and we have to learn to be content and happy and confident within ourselves even when we are around other people who are beautiful or successful or rich. Our happiness isn't rooted in those material things. It honestly feels like it is. It feels like, you know, if we were just prettier, if we were just richer, if we could just dance like that person, or if we had this many friends or went to this many parties, we'd be so much happier. But like happiness literally does not come from those places. And you're going to be so severely disappointed when you find that out, if you're like betting on that. Happiness and all that kind of stuff is so much deeper than that. It really comes down to what's going inside of you. Yeah, it really, it does take a lot of like deconstructing and, you know, pulling apart things and doing a lot of like inner healing work and being very in tune with your emotions and your thoughts and your feelings. And it takes time, but eventually it does get easier. And yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, (laughs) but pretty much what I said. Happiness doesn't come from those things. So I have no idea how long I've been recording for. I I really don't. Um, I'm going to read like two um, submissions. Again, I asked on my Instagram page um, if there were any people that wanted to contribute to this conversation. My question was, what has been your experience with social media? Have you or do you face tune or edit your photos? Do you think social media is a positive or negative addition to our lives? So Donica said, Oh, I love this. When I was a teenager in school, it was a popular hierarchy to determine who was hot or not, or who was cool and not. Now as an adult, I can see the good in social media, but I think that it has also been influenced from the book body positivity movement. In school, I edited my photos. Now I just apply filters to make it look aesthetically pleasing or to edit the lighting and contrast. I used to apply Facetune as a teenager, but it wasn't noticeable because I was so careful with how I did it. I didn't want to get bullied for doing it from other girls, even when they did it too. I think modeling has definitely helped me accept myself, and I love that now I am more educated on the effects in magazines, Photoshop, and touch-ups. It helps to see people with a large following also share their before and afters or zoom in on their pimple. I want to see that stuff. Not beautiful, not beautiful fake skin. And that's so true. I'm exactly the same. I think there's so much beauty in humanity and in our flaws. Like when you think about it, like what is so wrong and gross with like a pimple or with having a few rolls? or having cellulite, like why are these things deemed as being so unattractive and disgusting when it's something that the majority of the population has? I think in high school, I don't know, in my experience and from the sounds of it in Donica's experience, high school is just toxic. I honestly hated it and I think it's definitely a very hard 
season of life for teenagers because there is a lot of comparison and there's bullying and there's trying to fit in with each other and like trying to be popular all that kind of stuff and gosh I wasn't even allowed social media until I was like 14 or 15 or 16 gosh I can't remember I think I was 15 when I was allowed social media but I can't even then it was just Facebook and it was before face tuning was really a thing. If there was face tuning, it was that, it was that picnic app where you could like blur out your skin and like apply heavy filters and text onto your images. And everyone, it was honestly so ugly. Um, I used to heavily edit my skin on those apps, but it was so obvious looking back on it now. Everyone knew, but um, yeah, I can't, I cannot imagine growing up with Instagram and Facetune the way it is now. That's scary. Uh, I agree. I think there's definitely beauty in humanity and that's what I want to see. Um, and then the next one that I'm going to read is from John and he says, my experience has been both good and bad. First and foremost, I don't Facetune or edit my photos because I think you should always display your most genuine self on social media. I didn't think this when I was growing up throughout high school though, as most high schoolers are. I would always try my hardest to be relatable or funny or fashionable when really, no one really cares as they all care about their own social media presence. In my mind, social media can be both good and bad. It just depends on how people teach the younger generations on how to use it effectively and efficiently and use it for good, kind of like money. That is so true. It is so similar to money. Like money can go, like get so out of hand and people can use it for things that are so horrible and bad people can gamble and people can like become obsessive with it and like make dick shaped rockets and fly it to the edge of space um and then talk about how everyone in the world is all connected we're all connected with each other even though I earn $2,000 a minute and won't even help all the people who are dying because they don't have clean water Anyway, not talking about anyone in particular, but that's so true. I think it definitely is how you use it and it can be really hard to like post your genuine self on social media. Like I look at people who are successful sometimes and I really struggle because I'm like, they're successful because they're funny or because they dress like this or they look like this. And I feel this need to uh, sort of act like them or look like them or dress like them because I think that that's what's going to bring me success. But it's like people are going to follow you because of you. Yeah, two things. First of all, people are going to follow you because of you, because you're unique, because you're not like anyone else. And it's going to be that spark, that essence that's going to really draw people in. Second of all, if you're if people are only following you because they think that you're someone that you're not, does that really make you feel great? Can you really keep that up? What happens when people see you in real life and like you've edited the heck out of your photos? And people see you and they either don't recognize you or they notice that these things like aren't even real. I don't know. It's just when you actually think about it, it's just it's just a mess. And I really do believe, like John said, you should always display your most genuine self on social media. Yeah, I love those. I think I came across a quote the other day when I was like trying to make dot points for what I wanted to talk about in this episode Um, And it said, social media is a tool like a knife. In the hands of a skilled chef, she can make a delicious meal. In the hands of someone not paying attention, he will chop his finger off. And yeah, I just think that pretty much explains it. Like social media in itself is not a bad 
thing, it can definitely be used for good, but we just need to be aware of how we're using it and be aware of everything that's fake out there and not compare ourselves to all of these edited, curated images. (sighs) Anyways, it's such a big topic. I could honestly go on about it forever, but I think I'm going to stop it there. Um, Thank you so, so, so much for listening. And thank you for being patient with me, even though this is a couple days late. I think next time, if I know that I'm going to have a busy week or I'm going to be going away to Townsville for the weekend, I'll probably record an episode in advance. But yeah, um, as usual, you can find me on Instagram at Raina Carice, or you can follow the Instagram's podcast at That's So Candid Pod, um, where I will be posting all the updates and asking all the questions and all of that jazz. I really love it when you guys submit um, answers or stories or anything like that. Um, and then, yes, I think that's pretty much it. Um, I love you all. I hope that you're having a wonderful week. Um, I'm sending you all the love and the good vibes and I will talk to you next week. (laughs) I said week twice too close together and it sounds weird. Anyways, I'm going to go make myself a protein shake before bed because I'm trying to build a booty, as I said in the last episode and, um, I need my protein. Anyways, love you all. Bye-bye. Mwah.